All right, y'all, welcome back. It's Tyson James Podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about a very taboo, sensitive, and rough topic. Um, Please bear with us as we take our time and try to peel back the layers of this conversation. Um, We're going to be talking about people blaming young women for their actions as it pertains to what they wear and their attitudes and their actions. Um, But it having an underlining thing like maybe or, you know, we're directly going to be talking about uh, young women that was, you know, either being molested or raped by um, someone. And this is why they act the way they act. Um, so, Breezy, you want to take it from there? Yeah, so, you know, this is a taboo subject. I was, I seen someone post something about it, so it really triggered me to do this podcast with Tyson um, because a lot of times what I notice is that in the black community we're always putting the blame on the victim when it comes to sexual abuse um, as far as women go um, and men that are sexually abused they're is usually looked at as a good thing, but it, it really isn't because it also causes uh, some type of underlining trauma or or issue that's not even being talked about because if a grown woman sexually molests or does something to a young boy, the young boy is praised. The young boy is Oh, that's the, yeah, that's what's up or whatever. So I just want to talk about these issues because we should never be blaming the victim ever in a situation. And I can look at the R. Kelly situation where all these black women were abused and, and raped and how people were saying that it's a lie, it's not true. And that's why a lot of women don't come forward and say anything i don't think people in general come forward when it comes to any type of sexual abuse i think there there's also tons of men out there that's been uh, molested as well i just think it's something that's hard to talk about yeah and they don't look at it as, as sexual abuse like i said earlier they look at it as oh you had sex with a babysitter oh what yeah that's what's up you know what i mean it's not looked at as this was wrong like this 13 year old doesn't have the mind or the fortitude to really understand what's going on with a 25 year old so a man or woman um and it's just it is really bothering me and it's bothering me because for one i am a rape victim and I'm going to tell you my story 
uh, in my background about what happened when I was raped. And I was 16 years old and I was at a friend's house. Um, I went to her house after school. We were hanging out. Um, and one of our other schoolmates came over, which was a male. Now, me and him were, you know, we were friends. It wasn't anything more than that. Came over. We all were hanging out. He offered to take me home. So I, as a 16-year-old, I'm not thinking anything of it. Uh, you know, oh, I get a ride home. You know, that's fine. I didn't have to wait for my friend's brother to come to take me home. So, and it was getting pretty late. So I figured, you know, that was the best option. Let me just go home with him. So we're riding to take me home and he takes a detour off into a uh, abandoned department store uh, area. It used to be a, uh, I don't remember what it used to be. Maybe a Kmart. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, but it was department stores there that were closed down. So we're talking. You know, he's just having conversation, trying to flirt. So I, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not really interested in that with you. Um, so after that, he started getting upset. Like, that I wasn't giving him the time of day. I wasn't interested in him. And he then told me that the only way he was going to take me home is if I had sex with him. And I was like, I'm not having sex with you. Like, what What do you mean? Um, that made him even more upset. And then at that point, he jumped on top of me in the car and took off my pants my panties he was clearly stronger than me i you know i tried to fight back but at some point i just stopped because it was shocking um i thought he was gonna hurt me and i just let him continue what he was doing and he had sex he came it was fast and then he took me home didn't say another word to me now mind you this person is like best friends with one of with some of my family members, mind you. So I had to then go basically go back to school and and act like nothing happened. I didn't tell anybody. I I think I thought if I told my mom, she would be yelling and screaming and not understand. Um I didn't think anybody would listen. I was thinking about all of the backlash and drama that would be played out afterwards and I didn't say anything so he got away with violating me and because I wasn't in you know I didn't know how to handle it and I wasn't strong enough in my conviction to say this isn't right and he needs to pay for it he got away with it and I haven't told a lot of people a lot of people do not know this but I want that young woman um, who has experiences to know that you're not the only one and it happens to a lot of us. Now, 
It says right here that one in every seven girls will experience some type of sexual abuse before they turn 18 years old. One in seven. That's a lot. That's a lot. So imagine, and, and you don't hear a lot about this, so imagine how many girls are quiet, not saying nothing, not, and because they're scared. How many times have you heard that a child told their parent or a family member that another family member was violating them and then they just told them they was lying or shut up, don't say nothing and, you know. Because they don't, that person that you're telling at the time doesn't want to be faced with the reality that this happened under their watch, this happened under their care. You know, so they would rather just push it away and not talk about it. And then they have their own feelings and their own motion, emotions that they're a lot of times unable to express. Yeah. So, but we gotta learn how to communicate better and not hold stuff in. Yeah, and that's, you know, you that that's important. Like, you are you do have the you're powerful enough to make the change you can you're powerful enough to come out and say this wasn't right and they violated me and i didn't do nothing wrong i don't care what i was wearing. i don't care if you were wearing a bikini down the damn street you do not deserve to be violated from a man or a woman without you saying this is okay for you to do this i mean it really messed me up sexually. So, imagine how many other young women this is going on with and still going on today. And, you know, we're... I just want to know, know to know that the, the people who were before you that felt like they couldn't stand up, I'm watching all of these younger people stand up for what's right, and I, I'm I'm happy about it because... It's not okay to violate something so sacred. It's not okay, man or woman. And we got to stop saying that it's okay for our young men that are boys at the time, that it's okay for them to be raped and molested by women because it's cool. Because it's not. It's not cool. And it comes a point where these children become adults and they have to face all this stuff. And it's hard. It's hard to face being raped and molested. You have no idea, unless you unless it has happened to you, you have no idea the effects that it does to a child's mind, a child's brain, and they bring that into adulthood. You have no idea. So instead of shaming and saying, well, this person was being hot in the ass and this and this and this, look at the victim. And if it happened to you and you were raped or tortured or, you know, violated how you would feel. That's not the only sexual a uh, violation that I have had. 
You know, and Tyson knows that. Tyson knows that I have had several just because people thought they could. They could. And they did. And it's time for these people to pay. And it's time for them, for us to let them know it's not okay. Somebody else that violated me, they have a whole family. And sitting up here talking about black lives matter and black love and all of this. Well, where was all of that when you molested me? Oh, now you want to act like you didn't do anything. You want to act like you was always this family man. And I'm not saying that people don't change, but it has to be addressed. It's not okay. Because you're going to pay for for this stuff one way or another. That's just how the world works. So even if you didn't pay by coming out and you doing jail time or whatever, you're a predator for the rest of your life, whatever, you're going to pay for it some other way. And... You know, it's time that us as a black community, we all talking about being better, being together. We need to come together, especially on this subject, and not let it be, not victim shame people for being violated. I don't care if they was walking down the street naked. Yeah, don't give you the right just because somebody is expressing their their self their self you can't control yourself that's your problem that's not their problem that you don't have the control to say you know I don't have to stick my dick in everything I see I don't have to force they, I mean it's so crazy to me because I know for a fat tasting that there is somebody who will have sex willingly with everybody on this earth and it has to be some type of mental issue that you have that you feel like you should be taking and harming another human being. And you perceive them as weaker than you because that's what this whole thing is about. So you pounce on them like a predator. And it's not okay. And, you know, I just... You know, since we since we trying to since we trying to build the black community up and we trying to do better, let's do better. When you hear that Uncle Phil then fucked uh, Shaniqua, that's ten years old. His ass need to be in jail, or worse. Or it's worse. not okay. We don't need to be saying. We gonna just you, you shouldn't you shouldn't have been sleeping without the covers on and not had no underwear on. Then you wouldn't have, you this wouldn't have happened. People say shit like that. I'm sure they do. That's... Any excuse to put it on the victim, so they don't like you said. So they don't have to face the reality of what happened. We as just people in general have to do better when it comes to this. Um, and I've been quiet about it too long. Like, I'm 37. This happened at 16. Only a handful of people know it. But now, all of you guys know it. So, I'm putting it out there so that young 
girl who has been raped or molested can feel strength to know that she can come out and say something and and and, and accuse the person who violated her and she has support and love and it's not okay and she's not the issue and she's not the problem and it's not her fault because she has a, a body at the age of 12 you know that's that doesn't make it okay for you to say oh well i'm going to i'm going to violate her cuz she looks like an adult it's not okay and shit, even an adult. It's not okay for me. When I was molested, I was an adult. I was a grown woman. Grown. So, we have to learn how to um, just do better as a community. And and we have to stand by our victims. That are, it's our job to protect them. It's our job, as men and women, it's our job to protect these people. And we're not doing a good job at it. It's our job to stand up. So while you standing up against your injustices from the police, stand up against your injustices from people that are violating our young women. Look up the statistics for young black women disappearing. Going into... To, you know, getting stolen and killed and, and put into these sex farms and shit. And nobody's saying anything. We have to do better. We have to protect. You're going to protect. You're going to protect. You protect the whole community. You don't pick and choose because you think that this person was being hot in the ass. I don't care. It's not okay. It's not okay. And the other thing is, stop telling women, young, I mean young women, teenagers, that might have encounters with older men, that they are the problem as well. Because I've had that experience too. And I'm not saying that I was told I was the problem because... Nobody nobody knows. Very few people know. But I've seen where 15, 16 year olds were told they hot in the ass because they had some type of relationship with a 25, 26 year old. Why is the 25, 26 year old excused? But the 15 year old who doesn't even have the mental intellect to think as a full adult. Why is she being blamed for being hot in the ass, but not the 26-year-old that had enough common sense to say, this ain't right. Me and her are not on the same level. I was watching something just the other day on, uh, it was a TED Talk. And it was a young lady up there giving a presentation about um, young, older men liking younger women and she was trying to say it's like from like all these fancy statistics she had she's saying it's like uh, like almost like the natural order because the older man is like established and then like the younger woman is like, desired 
Yeah, like she is desirable and no no accomplished man or no man that's doing anything wants a old a older woman or a woman his age because she's a hag. Now every man wants a younger woman. Um and she was saying that this is through I guess DNA, if I'm not mistaken. And now now I wanna be clear that I'm not giving anybody any type of excuses for their actions or what they do, especially if a person is being violated and being forced upon. But I also worked with this guy uh, a couple years ago, and he was saying, like, wherever he was from, whatever country he was from, the legal age for girls was like 12 or some shit like that. That's crazy to me. So I think different cultures have different... Let's think about this. You just think about anybody that was 12, a young woman. Do you think that she has the mental capacity or the intellect to really understand how to be with a man, a grown man, take care of a man, grown man. Um, she's a child. She still has developing that she needs to do. So all 12-year-olds don't even have periods. I didn't get my period till I was 13. So I couldn't even have kids. So how, how do you say a 12-year-old can make all these decisions and do all this well not even make this because I'm sure that the 12 year old isn't really with it it's probably just some place where these are this is what it is at 12 you can be married to whomever and that's what it is and she has that's what the family marries her off I'm sure it's something that goes on like that but really think about a 12 year old shit our daughter gonna be 12 in 6 years do you think that she's old enough to take care of a family and at a six? man? No, at 12. No. Okay. That's my point. When we talk about young, younger, older men wanting younger women, if they're in their 20s and, you know, and they're able to make the decision, they want to be with a 50-year-old, go ahead. I still think that, you know, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Or you using them, one or the other, but go ahead. Fair exchange is no robbery. Fair exchange is no robbery. But we're talking about minors here. It's not okay for a minor to have to be put in those situations. And lots of times, let's think about it. Um, Teenagers, if they see an older man, woman... And they're talking that talk. It's easy to manipulate a younger person. It's very easy. All you got to do is come with your, with your shit. And then there they go. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I ain't thinking about them other 15-year-olds. They ain't talking that mess that, that this 25-year-old talking. Because he knows how to manipulate better. He knows how to say the things that need to be said and because 
the 15 year old doesn't have the intellect to really decipher it at the point that he or she should be able to that an adult would and and that, let's be very clear a lot of adults can't even do it so what you think gonna happen with a 15 year old but instead of us saying this is not right this is wrong why would you know why why do you need to be with a minor someone whose brain is not fully developed to the point where they can make this proper decision why do you feel like you need to be with them why can't you be with somebody who's 21 or you know something like that that's something wrong with that man or that woman and we tend to blame the teenager well, you shouldn't have been doing this, and you shouldn't have done blah, 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 blah. Not here for it no more. It's not right. We have to protect our kids. It's our duty as parents, as adults, as a community to protect our kids. Yeah, for me, protection of my children is my number number one thing. Like, it's the only thing that matters, you know, is make sure that... Um, People stay away. People stay away from my daughter. Um, people stay away from my family in general. And then when I was just looking at these uh, statistics over here, they say that a woman that is molested or raped, um, it was like seven out of ten times because she only lives with the female parent. You know, she only has. Her I only mom. live with the female parent. And it really has a lot to do with, um, I think, fathers mm-hmm. not being it's a, there. It's a big... To being able to, like, have a relationship with their daughter and, you know, have their daughter be able to come to them and basically tell them, Dad, you know, some ill shit went on. Yep. Like, uh, you know. So, we also have to look at our fathers and, you know, the men that's out here having children and then walking away from the people that they have children with yeah um it's so traumatizing and it's so damaging to the community once the family splits up in a toxic way um you know we leave our women and we leave our children susceptible and vulnerable to predators uh and all different types of things if we ever want to have a strong community a strong family and things like that. We have to have men in the home giving direction and having a vision, but also to be able there to deter predators. You yep. know, let them know like listen, my dad ain't with none of this crazy shit uh yep. over here. So and, and just to make our presence known. Because when, when predators know that there's no male presence, there's nobody there, they feel like they can take advantage. They feel like ain't nothing going to happen to them or things like that. But if you got a, a father that's present and that's available for you and people notice, I think that they're going to think twice, especially a, a father that's there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think they're going to think twice about fucking with uh, people's families. You yep. know what I mean? So uh, for those of us out there that have kids I mean we gotta be more 
protective of our family and not just be so quick to just walk away from our family because you know the family structure is much needed it's very important you know so we can have healthy people i mean because we raise children they're only going to be children but so long but to have productive and valuable members of society you know we have to go back to being a family um, and protecting our family protecting our daughters and keeping them out of harm's way and making sure we have you know healthy offspring uh, to be able to deal with this because I know with me <clears throat> and my molestation being molested and sexually abused you know I think that I was over sexually I mean in my life and probably still you know over sexually you know what I mean because I think about sex a lot uh, I like sex and you know because you know I had exposure or it could be because I had exposure to this at such a young age and who knows what part that really played in my life you know what I mean so you know we just got to do better you know like you were saying it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a lot yeah, and, and that's important because I I seen uh my friends that had their fathers and how they go to had the relationship that they had with them is it, like this tight. And they go to them about stuff that they don't even go to their moms about because they know that the dad is the protector. And if they have an issue that requires their father, they can go to them. And like you said, there's a lot of single families uh, in this world, uh, you know, in America. And um, it, it does. It leaves a guard down. You know, because usually what happens if it's a single mother, usually she has to work more because she has to provide more because a parent is missing and then there's a void because there's no father figure there to bring structure and protection to the house and you're right somebody a predator sees that he'll he'll prey on that because it's easy it's not it's not it's not hard if he sees a grown ass fucking man there knowing that he's going to protect his shit he's going to deter you know or if he doesn't he knows he's going to have a big challenge um so we have to do better you know and like you said for you and your situation you know you believe that you now you over sexualize well for me and my situation it caused me to retreat I can't, it's, you know, you know, it, it's very hard for me to express myself sexually because of the hurt and pain that I had experienced. So we need to stop this because this should be, you know, when we experience sexual pleasure and we experience sex, it should be a freeing moment. But because we got all this shit that we can't talk about all this baggage, all this trauma that happened. We can't even enjoy our sexual lives to the fullest because we gotta carry all this shit 
that we can't even talk about or have anybody have our back because it's always some stigma or some taboo attached to being raped and, and molested. And it's so many, I, I have friends that this, even way worse things that, you know, that has happened to me or Tyson has happened to, to these people. And they had to live with this. And and the trauma comes into to this day, you know? So we just have to, we, we really have to do better. We, we don't need to be victim shaming. If somebody tells you something happened, you know, listen to their story and support them. Because nine times out of ten, no, 9.9 times out of ten is the truth. It's not a lie. What do they have to lie about? Now, I'm not saying that people don't lie about it. Because there are definitely people that lie. Because you have experienced that. I've experienced that, too. So, it's not that there's not. But for the people that are telling the truth, we have to support them. You know, we have to stick by them. If the story sounds credible and sounds correct, stop telling them it was their fault. Stop telling them that they were wrong for being somewhere or being there. They shouldn't have been there. I mean, we're talking about teenagers. Teenagers are going to do shit. That's what they do. They press the limits. We all have done it. You've been a teenager. Let's not be judging. I mean, just as a family and good people, let's just listen to the people that surround us and give them free range to communicate and express themselves be a listening ear yeah you know i mean you never know what a person got to say or what a person has been through yeah and how much you could take off of them by just listening to them and just caring for them i mean just don't be so rushed harsh be so quick to judge yeah harsh yeah I mean, because that's why a lot of people walking around with a lot of anxiety anyway, because they got so much on their plate, but they ain't got nobody to talk to that they can release all that shit to because they know they're going to be judged. Mm-hmm. I mean, or they, like you said, they're going to be shamed or, you know, it's going to be their fault. You know, they're going to get uh, hazed, Yep. Um, you know, for, you know, the trauma that they experienced or the trauma that was forced upon them. And this go and and this is the other thing I and you know I know we focused around black women but uh, young boys too this is important because this is what this is what shapes them we have to protect our young boys you do not let these women come out in in do stuff to our young boys and have their whole mindset messed up. They have their whole life to be with women. A young boy shouldn't have to, you know, shouldn't have to be one. He he's figuring his stuff out too, and then here comes some woman who wants to test out a freaking ten-year-old. Because she had to babysit him 
and she seen his penis and a 10 year old like what you thought the 10 year old's penis was big so you wanted to try it like i don't understand so we have to do better it's not okay we have to protect our young boys as well as our young women no 10 year old should be coming to you telling you that he has sex with a 21 year old just shouldn't it just should not happen and if he does you should have a problem with it grown man grown woman as a parent as an uncle as an aunt as a friend you should have a problem with it as a sister or brother you should just have a problem with it you should have a problem that some woman thought was okay to violate a, a child child don't know better knows no better we have to do better just period you know, so I just want my black people to know, you know, a lot of stuff's been going on. I haven't been on the podcast since all this stuff's been going on. But, you know, it's really inspiring and wonderful. Um, we need to keep this change. We need to keep buying black and doing all the stuff that we're doing to build our community back up and build our strength. And this is part of it. And this is an important part of it as well. So to that black little girl who has been victimized, you're stronger than that. You know, go talk to somebody who'll listen to you. And they and tell them that you need their support. Because nobody should be able to take your innocence from you. And if you need somebody to talk to, we're always here for all of our Absolutely. supporters here at the Tyson James Podcast. Uh, and the email, you can email me or us at uh, T-Y-S-O-N-E-U-T-S-E-Y at iCloud.com. And, uh, you know, we're here for anybody for all anybody who wants to talk about anything just to be able to give people a lane or an avenue where they can where they can express themselves without judgment and to be able to have that that relief you know what I mean and to be able to you know feel free again yep that's what this is about so we're going to do better i believe we are i believe in our community our people i love you guys your black is beautiful don't let nobody tell you anything otherwise. And um, we're going to get there. So that's all that I had to say. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on tonight and, you know, expressing yourself and, you know, sharing that with us. And, you know, hopefully giving somebody the courage or empowering someone to say something or being able to stop a young lady from going through a situation or a young man or a young man um, so we appreciate your testimony and we appreciate your courage um, for stepping up and also we appreciate your strength for being able to continue to move forward and push through whatever struggles you may face and that you have faced face so thank 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 the listeners uh, we appreciate y'all for continuing to tune in to check out our podcast 
Uh, we love you all. And good night. <laughs>